0: Where did Duke come from? You tune into the Jose Morales podcast. I'm your host, Jose Morales. We're back in the ring with another special episode with a special guest, Levi Knox. Say what's up, Levi? What's up, y'all? Thanks for having me, Coach. This Glad is, to be back. This is the episode, second episode. He's got a second episode. Uh, if you have not listened to the first one on season two and Uh, I believe it's called Cupcake. You want to listen to that one first, it's going to make this episode that much sweeter. And also uh, Mind Over Matter, which is a couple episodes ago that we recorded, um, which is kind of like a living proof testimony right now. What Levi overcame is literally what, what I talked about in Mind Over Matter. So this is the 2022 National Qualifier Elite Male 165 pound champion. How does it feel to hear your name as a national champion in the elite level? How do you feel when, when for example, right now when I said that, how did that make you feel?
1: It was crazy. I feel accomplished. Like <laughs> I set out to do uh, to accomplish the goal, and I actually
0: reached it. And when you do that, that's just amazing. Yeah, I can't put into words. Hell yeah! Um, so what we're gonna be talking about, like I said, is that if you listen to the previous episode, he um, we went to nationals in twenty twenty one. We went to Louisiana. He came up short, did not win, not because he wasn't talented enough, but because of his, his, his thoughts and doubts in himself, in his head. So that is probably one of the biggest things that he overcame. We're going to get more into that, dive deeper into that. But before I get into that, I want to ask Levi, uh, what, is, what was your mindset arriving to Nationals this time? around? When you first got there, before you got there, what, what was your mindset Mindset like?
1: Um, to be honest, my mindset was, here we go again, uh, going back to 2021, like a challenge that I didn't think I was ready for, I was nervous, I knew I had trained and everything, but just something about being there, knowing about the competition and everything, the level I was going at, at the elite level, I, I was nervous all, all
0: over again. Yeah. yeah. What, and when did it hit you? When we got there, or did you these thoughts start or get in your head like here, or did that not happen until we got there?
1: It was. It started coming when I was training, because it was one thing when, or not training when, uh, when we start flying there, because one uh-huh. thing during training, it just seems so far away. But once I got on that plane, it's like, oh shit, this is
0: real. Like there's nowhere to go. All yeah, right, it's happening. And that's what we're gonna talk about: getting that mindset to the mindset he was after he won nationals. Uh, Before we get into that, though, um, I want to share the story of how the hell we got there. It was one hell of a trip. Uh, uh, We're never again letting Kelly book anything. Uh, It was, again, Amy, myself, and Levi, but Amy was smart. Amy is a smart one. Amy said, I'm not traveling with y'all. I'll see you guys there. And fucking Kelly booked us on Spirit. I have never flown a Spirit, and it was horrible. Horrible, horrible. Uh, do you remember what made it so bad? Besides the delays, I mean, we get there, uh, we didn't leave Sacramento until like two hours, three hours delayed. We we thought we were gonna miss our next flight. We get loaded up in Houston, and then when we get there, they said they canceled it because the weather conditions. It was late at night. We're in Vegas, and everyone's going off on the lady. Remember, it was about to get buck wild outside. And the small coincidence of everything, Levi's sister. Lives in Vegas and your mom was flying in. So, yeah. hey, we got to see Mama Knox. True. True. And I still to this day think that's the only reason everything went well because Mama mm-hmm. Knox is our lucky charm. She was with us in Louisiana mm-hmm. and then we got to see her uh, on a, she wasn't with us in Cleveland, but she was with us in Vegas. And uh, shout out to the whole Knox family that took us and saved us. But it was one hell of a ride. <laughs> Kelly, thank you for taking care of us and uh, hooking up some spirit. Thank you. Never again letting you, uh, <laughs> letting you put that again. So we get to Cleveland. You got all these doubts. Do you remember what I said to you um, when when we were training? We finished training. We're on our way to the gym uh, to hit the sauna. I forgot what we were doing. Do you remember the conversation I hit I had with you when we were driving? Do you remember?
1: About oh, just so my mindset. Yeah. Do you remember?
0: Mm-hmm. What did I say?
1: Oh shit.
0: Like word for word?
1: No, not word for word, <laughs> but what was the
0: summary? Do, do you remember? What was the no, summary? No, I talked me through it. Ah, oh, shit, I thought you remembered. Um, I thought it was a good conversation because Amy had a big role with this also. Yeah. Amy, uh, Amy was clutch. Amy was like, because Levi was, when I asked him, he was, oh, I'm great. And, they, and Amy was like, he's not great. He's lying to you. He's not lying. He, he's, I'm like, this one is lying to me. <laughs> so that's when I straight up, I told Levi that day, I said, because... I Told you the first nationals, I thought you could you should have won because he this guy's talented. I'm like, dude, there's no way, you did. there's no way. I'm like, you're gonna win this. And when I found out everything he was going through afterwards, because the first nationals, I didn't know you had all these doubts in your head until afterwards when you started telling me, then everything, I was like, damn, I felt like I failed you. Mm. And that's what I had the conversation with you in the car is like, I really felt like I failed you because. I think that was my job to make sure you're mentally prepared. And the fact that you weren't, I felt like I did wrong. And I told you straight up, I'm like, look, I'm not, I compared it to being in business and having my CPA or my bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. You remember? Yep. I said, when I first got into business, anytime I talked to my bookkeeper or my CPA, I felt like I was talking to the IRS. So I was like, oh shoot. I was like, really like try to be everything about the book and my my bookkeeper, everything's like, look, we work for you Jose, we're here to help you and prevent from the IRS to come here. You don't got to lie to us, just talk to us. So I told Levi the same thing, I was like, look, don't tell me what I want to hear, tell me how you really feel so I can better guide you through all this. And that's when he started sharing with me all these doubts. And what was the biggest thing that you changed, you think, from that moment on to before? What guide us to that? If it's somebody, what, what, what did you do? So I think the biggest
1: change in my mindset personally was my biggest fear was representing the gym, going to compete and losing in front of everyone. Cause now it's like, here's a coach at uh, Jose Morales Boxing Academy. He's supposed to like be something and then he just got embarrassed. And that was, that was terrifying. I think the change that happened is you and Amy both explained just your boxing experience. And Amy says something, she's like, yeah, I'm just here to have fun. <laughs> and that pissed me off, cause like her nonchalant attitude, I'm like, I'm over here like sweating, like couldn't sleep or anything. I feel like feeling I'm about to throw it. And she's like, yeah, I'm just here to have fun. I like boxing. And I'm like, so after I'm like done, like cussing around my head, I'm like, well, she's right. Like, that's why I originally started. Like as selfish as it sounds, it's not about the gym. It's not yeah. about y'all. It's not even, no offense, it's not even about you. It's about, I was there cause I wanted to be there. I wanted yeah. to box. So just that switch of mentality made me more prepared, like, fuck it, I'm just going to do what I want to do.
0: Exactly. uh, That also reminds me of how, remember we talked to Amy and Amy, I asked her how come, uh, what happened when we went to the National Golden Gloves and Mm -hmm. and she lost after winning Nationals and she mentioned after winning, she felt like she had that extra pressure that she had to win and all that. Mm -hmm. I think in a way that was kind of what you were doing is you had all this unnecessary pressure on yourself that... We're going to think you failed us or are, I'm going to be mad if you lose, mm. but really you don't. You don't. Know? So that is good. I I like that. Do you remember, there's another thing that you did and when you, I think it was, uh, you know what? I'm not going to talk about that yet. I'm going to talk about that after you explain the first fight, because I want you to go through fight through fight, because right. we had three good fights. The first one was huge. Why was the first one so big?
1: So. um, when uh, in college, when I thought that I was done boxing, I went to my national tournament after i just won nationals. And I lost in the first round to some random nobody kid. And that was always like my biggest, like defeat in my mind. Cause that's why I felt like I failed as a boxer. Like I can never go back and win that nationals. I can never be team captain again. I let everyone down. Well, I find out the night before I fight this kid, that's, that's the same guy, the same exact guy that I won or I lost to in the first round nationals. I'm about to fight him again for the first round of this Nationals. So right then and there, I'm already hyped. This was my chance to like redeem myself to get back the one
0: thing I thought, felt like I lost in boxing. Yep. So I was excited. It was a trip when I found out too, because the night before when I find out who they're fighting, I start studying the dudes that they're fighting to get familiar with what we're gonna do, our game plan. And as I'm looking at videos of this guy, I saw that James Knox fought him. I was like, what? No way. I'm like, it's gotta be a different James Knox. I watched the video and sure enough, it was Levi. I was cracking up. I was like, "What the hell?" Levi fought this guy. And um, what was the biggest difference as far as you fighting him this time compared to the time you lost? So, what was like different? Like, what did you do different this time that you didn't do that like, first time?
1: So, as far as like boxing or mindset, both. Give me All both. Right. So, boxing-wise, um, my style was completely different back then. I was still like, I only been boxing for two years. My thing was just. They hit you, cool, you hit in the face, hit them harder and hope they back off. That was my only strategy <laughs> going in. And unfortunately he had the same strategy, he just did it better, so he won. But um, mindset-wise, I also had that pressure that we was just talking about earlier, that Amy experienced. So when she said that I really related to it, it's just, I had literally just won nationals the year before. After winning nationals, they made me team captain. They put my face on a bunch of posters around the school. Like, I had one job that was to win again. So now I'm going in with that pressure, I'm nervous. And this kid comes at me, and we're going at each other the same way, and it's a split decision. It's a pretty close fight. And yeah, I know. So, just the change in my mindset and the change in my bo- actually boxing skill, I'm a much better boxer now. Um, just completely different. It wasn't even close. Like, yeah, it was not even close. the same fight.
0: It was not even close at all. Like, not even close. It was a walk in the park. Uh, what did he say to you afterwards? You got to share. So
1: as I'm walking away, he said, hey, I guess I got you, uh, you got me back from all those years ago. And I am like, all right, so you remember,
0: cool, you remember what you took from me. Glad I didn't get you back for it. So that was cool. Yeah, they were so mad. It was it was amazing. It was, I was, I was so happy because I think that fight right there kind of set the tempo of you believing in your style mm-hmm. in who you are. That you don't have to go full throttle, like all up in their face, be you. And I think that was was perfect to set the tempo. Uh, lead us through the second fight. When you fought, uh, I think the kid was from Texas. Mm -hmm. A real nice kid, by the way. I like that That guy. Super cool.
1: I think that was the first fight I ever went in with like full confidence. Like even the fight before, I was so nervous. I'm like, oh no, what if history repeats itself? This is the first time I went in a fight, just like not worried about anything. I just saw the night before in my previous fight. Like, all right, the style, the style that I I use, it works for me. Uh, I felt confident in my conditioning. I felt confident in the plan that we came up with. Uh, And for what I just said, if I just fight the way I want to fight. Now, I, I got this, this is this is all me." Yep. And uh, after we meditated, we went in, and we did exactly what we said the night before. It was crazy. And it was just, um, I think that fight, the the opponent was more skilled, but the fight wasn't like any harder. It was still just
0: a walkthrough, in my opinion. He was, he was more skilled. Honestly, when I watched his video, the way he was jabbing in the previous fight with the guy he fought, I was like, damn, this guy's, I was thinking like, this is gonna be the biggest challenge. I'm like, this guy looks good. And um and the, you made it look easy, man. Just like you it wasn't even close. Like you made it look way easy. Uh, you said something there about meditation. what did we meditate the day before on that one?
1: Um, we just meditate the basically the game plan of just how yeah. I would feel my emotions. I think one of the like the greatest things that, I, that we meditate, that I never even thought about is you said, now imagine all that doubt coming in your mind. Cause like, you know, like meditate, you want your real all night feelings. You said invite those back in. Now imagine yourself overcoming that. And so when like those nerves did start creeping in the next day, I was like, all right, cool. Just walk by them, breathe by them. And I just think meditating, preparing for that just made it so much easier to actually get through those negative feelings that you just like hold me back. Yeah.
0: So I love that. That was dope. And, and uh, we said in the meditation that was going to be your best fight. Right. Remember that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We said this is going to be your best fight to date. And then later on, my dad and his uh, supportive criticism called me up and said, "Levi, without a doubt, big man, that is the best fight I've ever seen you do in your life. Didn't know about the meditation, nothing. Just word
0: for word what he said. I'm like, damn, that's awesome. He even put it on speaker, can't believe it. And it was, to me, I was so happy when when everything clicked like that because that was one of the biggest things the first time around that Levi had a hard time uh, buying in. Uh, the first nationals, we meditated the fight he won, and the second one, when he lost, we didn't meditate. And I had this feeling that he really wasn't into it, and when they were not really into it, I try not to push it, because they're not, belie- you have to believe it, you know what I'm saying? What was the difference between then meditating and now? Like, what made you kind of change your mindset or, or accept it? What
1: happened? Um, just So, over the year, um, a lot happened. Like, I deployed, went through some changes in my personal life, and one of the lessons I learned from just all of that experience was just, Mindset was everything. So I became like a really firm believer of speaking things into existence. Yeah. And meditation was a great practice of that. So it was like, I spoke in how I was going to perform. It happened. I spoke in my, how my mindset was going to be. And that's why I was. And so that's, that's kind of what changed. Like yep. I actually went through experience where like it helped me perform better in life. And like, well, why wouldn't I use that in
0: boxing? Yep. Too? And then it made you start believing in it more. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Next one. Before your third fight. There was one thing we went to eat. We were so pumped up. We were happy after that when you're in the finals. And we went out to eat to celebrate. Do you remember? We went to eat at that fancy ass restaurant Amy Picked. Oh right. You remember that? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) he tried to forget about this. (laughs) So fucking, we just wanna go eat fucking Amy Picks this fancy ass, like five-star fucking crazy fancy. It was fancy, huh? Mm -hmm. That thing was fancy. Uh, restaurant, and when we get there, what did I have you do?
1: Coach would not let me leave until I get this bar or the waitress's number. I honestly, I was ready to sleep there for that night. I wasn't doing it. I wasn't getting up and doing it. Coach, and Coach wasn't like slick about anything. He's loud. Everyone who knows Coach knows he just—he's very obvious when he uh, gets his mindset on something. So by the time I walked up to the girl, she already knew what was happening. But yeah, no, nah,
0: it was. Let me explain why, I, and this was so important to me, especially the moment where you were at. He was about to go to, and I told him, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter if you, you never have to contact her ever again. It's just pure momentum. I want, I want the momentum to start right here. Uh, and the momentum meaning how you feel about yourself. I'm like, look, go over there, walk up to her, get her number, and, and you, it's going to make you feel good knowing that you just got this girl's number. And he did not want to do it. And how long we were there? We were there we were for, like there for a about, good... They were closing.
1: We were like thirty we're, minutes past closing time. Yeah,
0: we're still sitting there. There, even the girl was like cleaning up already. We yep. were the last table there, so mm-hmm. it was obvious that I was making him do it. And she did it though. You pulled it. Mm-hmm. You pulled it. So um, and it and it and it helped though. It gave in uh, my book. It made him more. It made him more confident. I was like, "Yes, I'm like good, Levi." And then you, you were feeling it too? Quit lying, <laughs> Levi. Afterwards, he was asking about her, talking about her. Don't act like you were feeling it. So now, lead us through the championship day. What, what, that day from the beginning to end. What were your emotions like? How'd you feel? Like, give, give us a lowdown. Because so, I know you were nervous. Oh
1: no, I was hella nervous. So um, I woke up and um, before our first fight, you started saying like, hey, every time you see yourself in the mirror, you gotta tell yourself like, hey, I'm about to be a champion. So I made that a point. Like every time I walked by a mirror, somewhere saw flight, like, hey, you're about to be a champion right there. I'm like, it was easy to believe the first two days after the win, but like now that I was there, it's hard to make sure that doubt, like stop that doubt from creeping in. So I was getting nervous. I was getting antsy. I was like, what if I come all this way there you go. lose. And then what uh, started pissing me off about myself is, I started to like justify me losing. Like, you know what, don't get mad at me if I lost. Like, I made it this fight, I made it to the finals. Like, I did a good run. And I would get pissed off of that for like, who the fuck thinks like that? My bad. But, uh, no,
0: no, go on? ahead. No, that's good.
1: Um, that's, that's like a, that's basically quitting before I even got in the ring. Mm-hmm. So that was most of my morning. And then um, I called up my family just to talk to them. Oh, I said I didn't want to talk about boxing. I just want to talk about anything else. So my sister uh, started letting me talk to my niece who was just born during the semifinals, actually. So I got to talk to my niece, she calmed me down, just seeing her, so that was cool. And then I just completely shut boxing out until about, I wanna say, until it was time to get my hand wrapped, actually. So you start wrapping my hands and while you're doing that, you're also um, watching Diego Diego I, fight. Yeah. And watching Diego fight made me even more nervous. And I hate having my hand dry. because I'm just sitting there with all this nervous energy. So I'm getting antsy, I'm getting nervous. Diego's fight is going, however, Diego's fight is going. And I'm just like mentally, I'm like, fuck, I just want to get this over with. Like my night, and I'm like trying to rush through it now.
0: Yeah. So
1: yeah, it was it was a lot. I remember lot of emotions. That. And then?
0: And then um we get to the arena. We get to arena. I the knew re- you were nervous because you sped walked the whole time. You didn't even want to walk with us. <laughs> And, and, and fun thing, I always realize is when people complain about like things they usually don't complain about, mm-hmm. it's a sign of them being nervous or a sign of something. And he was acting hella weird. Like he was saying things he never says and doing things he never does. I'm, I told him, I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking leave. i hella nervous. I'm like, I need to jump on this dude before he goes in this hole. So then we get to the arena, you what happened? Lead us to that.
1: Um, we start doing the warmups, and during the warm-ups, like I feel slower, sluggish. I don't feel like as sharp as I like have been the past two days in my last two other competitions. And I'm like, all right, I know it's a mental thing. Um, and I fucked up and did the one thing that I had said like I'm not gonna do. And I watched the other guy warm up real quick. I just like saw him do mitts. And I never do that because, or I try not to do that, because like it gets in my head, I'm like, fuck, look at that guy do mitts. <laughs> I can't do that. Um Man. And just at that point, like I started like beating myself up already. I'm like, nope, focus this is your night. Like, get that mindset back. But it's like the more you think of it, and the more you try to avoid it, it, the harder it is to get that mindset back that I just had.
0: Yeah. So I was like falling deeper and deeper into like that hole. Yep. And it's big, it's huge that you said that because I'm gonna compare this to real life for just people that are just out there that have no boxing experience. That right there happens to everybody when someone's like start comparing them. Like, oh, I look at them. Damn, he's hitting he mints. I can't do that. People do that with, oh, he's the same age as me. I don't drive that car. I don't have that house. I don't have, and you start comparing yourself to people. That's the worst thing you could do. Like you just said it. Um, so the, I wanted to just point that out. Second thing, when the fight started, that very first round, tell us about that first round. The first round, Um, I wanted to forget about it, but I can't. So I, I
1: so the messed up part about the first round, we even said exactly what was going to happen. We said he was going to come at you hard, you need to keep your composure, and you just can't get uh, caught up. And um... Uh, <laughs> up! Uh, so, and he came at me aggressive, and we knew he didn't have the tank to like sustain it, but he came at me aggressive, and there was something about like, I don't know, that, like those first few hits, I'm like, f- he shouldn't be hitting me, why is he hitting me? And the more like the punches landed, the more I started to freak out and then something happened that has never happened in a fight before, which scared the shit out of me. I started bleeding. I've never like bled in a fight before. And my nose is just like gushing blood. I'm like, what the, what's wrong with me? Like what's happening? I'm, I'm about to lose this fight. Then 30 seconds later, I get my, I get an eight count. and I'm like, oh my God. Like, so I, I know I just lost that round and I'm like, what, what do I do now? So that first round was, do you um, remember
0: what I said to you in the first and the between first and second round? Um, <laughs> we laughed about this because um, my sister could hear you. Um, oh, first, she could hear me? For
1: starters, you brought my niece and my sister night. That was such a dirty trick. Like, how are you going to bring up the niece you, ju- you didn't even meet yet? <laughs> like, that was such a, a BS movie, still from a movie like type. But I remember you did say, like, um, How do you want your story to go? How do you want to uh, tell this story to your niece? How do you want to remember this night after all the work you put in? Is this how you want it to end? And I, w- like, I looked at myself like, no, like, I worked too hard to be here. Everyone else has invested too much in me. Um, it'll be a dope ass story to be able to tell my niece, like, hey, you were born in this tournament that I won. Like, that's awesome. Yep. And I'm like, I want to have this victory that I, uh, I don't want to say I took for myself a year earlier, but I could have had,
0: but didn't. Yeah. I wanted that. Hell yeah. And after that, what happened? Two rounds, two and three.
1: Um, I went back. Also, I don't know what was wrong. I like fight. I like went back to fighting him like my old way. was like just brawling with him. But two and three, I boxed like I had been boxing the previous two fights. Like yeah. moving, being confident in what I'm doing, uh, staying at a distance. Just everything that we had been training for just came back to me. For somehow, for some reason, I lost that in the first round. I forgot. Then I was just too nervous. But once I sat down and like focused and centered myself, like okay, just do what you were doing. And then honestly. Um, you couldn't tell from the first round, but that fight wasn't wasn't a hard fight either. Two and three, those rounds
0: felt as easy as the other two fights. Yep. So the moral of the story was your mind got the best of you, mm-hmm. and that started with the nerves. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm gonna apologize to your sister for using your niece. I'm sorry, <laughs> no. but I was like, I told I told Amy when you were when she was warming when you were warming up. I'm like, please find out niece's name. I'm like, find out the niece's name because I need I need to know the name. I can't just say your niece. And when she told me the name and everything, I'm like, "Look, Levi, you're not gonna lose this shit. Fuck that. Cause now you lose all the sweet out of. What are you gonna tell your niece? Oh yeah, I got to. I lost in the finals though. <laughs> <laughs> Hell nah. Now you got a beautiful story to tell mm-hmm. her. And I'm and I'm happy it ended that way. So I was pumped up for that. Do and you know what makes it better than every, be, besides is besides what we just mentioned is the fact that who made you go to this tournament?
1: Right. So, originally, I wasn't going to go to this national tournament because um, I missed my uh, nephew being born because I was out doing military <laughs> stuff. How <laughs> sad, yeah, I was doing military stuff. I was out doing military stuff. I was out doing, you know, like my job that I get paid to do. And I missed my nephew being born. That, that really bothered me. So, I said, no matter what, I'm going to be there when my niece is born. And my sister straight up, like, got on the phone and said, Leo, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Um, we know you love your niece. We're never going to doubt that. But this might be one of your last chances to box and if i could do that with basketball because everyone knows she's a basketball star of the family she's like i would never give that up i don't want you regretting that so she said you're not coming home you're not you're not seeing your niece get born you're going to this boxing tournament and if you know me and my sister's relationship there was no like conversation there There was no argument she said you're going to this term like all right the next day i'm like hey coach I got, i'm going to the tournament i guess i gotta go
0: yeah it was literally like that too because i had asked him he's like, no i can't i have family stuff And out of nowhere, he comes up to me, he's like, I'm going. I'm like, what happened to the family stuff? He's like- I don't know, I'm going. Sorry, coach. (laughs) I I got punked into going. Basically. Hey, but shout out, because it sounds like she's always pushing you to do everything. So, Mm -hmm. shout out to Imana for hooking it up. Because this beautiful story we got to share here, you wouldn't got it. Um, What changed within your personal life after winning? After winning? So, you win, you're not- Let's go step after step. So you you win. How what was your emotions as soon as you find out you win when they raise your hand?
1: Um, I felt amazing. Just I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, I was, it felt like a story that started like four or five years ago had finally had like the conclusion that I needed it to have. So everything else in my life just seemed like fall into place after that. Like work became easier, not because I like became like a better officer, but just like the confidence I took into my job. Things in my social life started coming together real nice. Um, family life just became super nice and smooth. Everything just seemed to like come together. The moment I won nationals, it just seemed like it all just stemmed from that moment.
0: Yeah. And when you got back, you told me something that you noticed within yourself. What What was that that you said you noticed change? You said the way you talk to girls, the way you talk to people, <laughs> the way you carry yourself, the way you talk. Remember you told me? Yeah. Tell me what you told me.
1: What I was I so proud
0: when he told me this. What, what did I say? Uh, you just said you really f- noticed a difference in even how just, you talk to people, just the way you confidence, walk. yeah. Yep, you're like, man, I just, I just changed. Mm-hmm. What changed on base? Remember you shared stuff like that. So, that's um, how at work,
1: so I wasn't going to tell anyone, but my boss knew about my tournament. So he said, "Well, how how did your tournament go?" I said, "Oh, well, you know, I won." He's like, <laughs> oh, "No, no, no, I'm come like, back in my office. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Like, oh, it means um, I won nationals. Like, I'm, I like won out of everyone. Like, I won. So you made you sit down and explain. like." I tried to why, like, oh you're no, you're not leaving. Um, we're going, we're getting this story out to everyone. So he uh, booked me an interview for the base. He said we want to know the whole squadron. He like let everyone know that I won National. Like it started spreading fast. That video that um Ricky made. That Ricky made started like getting spread around base. Like people were, like, you're the guy from the video. Like just people who I never talked to or knew. It's a big base. Like it's it's a very so people who like had no reason to know me saw that video. I'm like, for once, I was just like, okay, cool, it's, it's nice. Like, I felt like I was a man, like, okay, cool, I liked it. But it all started because my boss was just like, no, uh, we gotta know. And even now, they're still talking about it. Like I guess three weeks later, people are still bringing it up, like, so, this is what it's like to be Amy, to just be famous for no reason, <laughs> this is nice. I got 700 followers on Instagram now, I'm proud of myself.
0: <laughs> so this is what it's like to be Amy. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. What, what was the deal Air Force offered you. Oh, okay. So, this, the, uh, is, um, this is this. Li- listen to this. So, Levi. the Air Force has
1: a program basically where they will pull you out of your job and they'll uh, sponsor you to go train with a U.S. team, whatever sport it is that they feel like you all uh, have potential. And uh, their goal, overall goal is to get you on the Olympic team. So, what they wanted to do is they don't have a, that boxing program. So, they wanted me to like head, like be the first person in the boxing program and then kind of just let me be the face of it. Which would have been super cool mm-hmm. um, if that's the route I decided to go. Like it's still, it's still an offer, it's still up there. Uh, still considering if I want to do it, but it was still super cool. Like so I never considered yeah, when I started boxing when I was nineteen. I never thought that someone reached out me like, "Hey, we think that you would be a good face, a good look for the Air Force, and we want you to do this." So they, and they reached out for me. I didn't even reach out. So that was the cool part. Like they they saw my accomplishment, and I just that was that was
0: amazing. That is that's so dope. I I, I was pumped up for you the fact that. I mean, the U.S. Air Force offered you that. You know what I'm saying? That's huge. That uh, I I was like, I was pumped up for you. I was happy. Um, Where's your heart at now? How do you feel about everything now? About
1: boxing. Everything. 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 Just,
0: how do you feel about everything you just accomplished? Everything you live, uh, that being offered to you, winning Mm -hmm. nationals, just everything that's changed. From a year ago to now, how do you feel? Where's your heart at? What do you feel about um, everything? I feel like I'm in
1: a point where I'm ready to transition to like a new chapter in my life. Yeah. like um, you know, yeah, I'm moving to a new state, and um, I was nervous. I felt like I, I felt I finally found a home because you know I moved around a lot. I never like when I moved to a new place, I never got too close to people. Like why I'm moving soon um so i feel like i found a home here and i honestly wasn't ready to leave it i I got back in my comfort zone and everything i I was going to get a new job i didn't feel confident i was ready to take on the new challenges to leave everything that i finally like feel like i built up here
0: yeah
1: but then um after winning national like okay well that's a chapter i can close in my life like if i choose to stop boxing like i'd be okay with that
0: yeah
1: um i feel like um just the experiences i have have made me prepared to like not necessarily leave you guys behind, but move on forward if I need to, and then I'll just ready to take on new challenges in yeah. my job
0: and everything, and same like my professional social life. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like if the, if boxing, I, I don't know if I if you ever heard you heard me say this, but I tell people that it, it, there's a saying in Spanish. It's gonna sound weird as hell in English, but what they talk about with drugs or alcohol, where people's like, oh, I don't use drugs. Drugs use them, which meaning. Mm-hmm. Trucks usually get the best out of people. I say that same thing with with boxing. Usually boxing gets the best out of people and they get stuck boxing for so long and then at the end have nothing to show for it. And I felt like you used boxing. You didn't let boxing use you. You did boxing. You gained everything you needed to learn from boxing. You used it to benefit you, build yourself up. And then after you did what you needed to do and you got everything that you think it's best for you out of boxing, you let it go and you literally use boxing. And if there, if, if this was a video game, I think this is where you beat the game. For real. I think you did everything. I, I, I don't want you to feel like I'm upset with you if you don't do that, because I'm not. I'm happy that you beat the game. For real. I'm very happy and I'm very proud of you and wherever you end up going, you're going to be a blessing to that community because you're one hell of a human. I'm just blessed and grateful to be able to coach you for three years four years I don't know how long it's been <laughs> but for real so I just wanted to tell you that so don't feel like I'm upset with you because I'm not all right Thank um coach. last thing what did you gain from all this so, like what was the biggest thing you can say you gained from this boxing experience for you what was if you could just say one thing that you think you gained that was so valuable you just beat the game I told you you beat the game what's what did you gain from beating this game?
1: I would say pride, honestly. Explain. And I know like sometimes like pride can be seen as a bad thing, but just pride in who I am and uh, what I do like in every aspect. So um, the more you work towards something and like put your soul into it, when you accomplish it, the more you're going to truly feel proud of it. Yeah. And once you gain that pride, you want to feel that every aspect in your life. So now like that pride, I I take it to work. Everything I do in work has to be, if not perfect, damn near close to it. And uh, my social life, uh, it don't have to be the perfect relationship, but I'm going to do the, my best to like sustain it now.
0: And just, I hey. have that in
1: everything now. I didn't have that before.
0: That's badass. I, I tell people the exact thing, that when, the way you do one thing is the way you're going to do everything. Mm-hmm. And the that's why I try to use, explain, use boxing to learn that, to teach that. That's badass. That's badass. I like that you said that, that damn near perfect to everything. If, do you think that... Um, losing nationals the first time was one of a very important thing that should have happened. Or do you think you would have gained all this if you would have won nationals mm. in Louisiana? Do you think you would have felt this way, or do you think the fact that you lost and you had to overcome all these things made you proud of the journey, like how you feel now?
1: I think the reason why I think I needed to lose that one is simply because by losing it, right after I lost it, I got deployed um, and went through a bunch of other things. And losing that made me go to like, made me feel low. I feel like I failed again. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have confidence in myself. And now I'm being forced to be put into this another situation where that I had to, I couldn't go with that mindset. I had to get over that and overcome that feeling that I just mm-hmm. went from nationals. If I went and went in winning nationals and then had to go through this last year, I think I actually would have relapsed. I would have just fell back into my I was like, I would have had that victory. And over time, would have just... Slipped away. I would have forgot about, it. and then my failures and shortcomings would just kept building back up.
0: Yep, it would have been too easy. You wouldn't mm-hmm. have that pride. Yep.
1: So yeah. learning how to overcome it now, and like just remember like the whole pride and everything. Now that I want it here later on in life, where I'm more experienced and mature to actually accept that victory,
0: I think it's going to mean a whole lot more to me now. Yep. And and you literally pretty much what you said is was it's okay to fail. Yeah. That's literally what you said. It is okay to fail. Um, you went, you fell the first time, you experienced life like crazy and you came back and you overcame all that. And mm-hmm. it didn't break you, it didn't look at you. Came out even looking better. Wow. Um, so, what what's, what's one tip you would give to all the young warriors, all the young boxers out there that want to be a national champion, that want to do what you did? What tip will you give them or tell them?
1: Honestly, uh, I would say anyone can do it. Um with uh just believing in yourself and training hard and as cheesy corny and disney as that sounds like it's the truth um i didn't win nationals because i'm special i'm lanky i'm uncoordinated unathletic as hell <laughs> um i won nationals because i came up with a goal and i worked towards it every single day and if i can do it i'm sure as hell like i've seen the warriors we have like they're actually gifted skilled boxers yeah a lot better than i i can be you know, with a lot more potential than i ever had so um just going forward and believing themselves, they could easily, the people in the gym could easily, you, that wall could be filled with banners. I, I agree.
0: I agree. I, the only thing I disagree on, though, is you are special and <laughs> you are talented. <laughs> That's the only thing. But I will I will agree with that, the whole mindset. If you dedicate yourself and you put your mind to it, that is probably the biggest battle that people get to. You know, you you hit this and then all these doubts come in, you don't know how to overcome them. Mm. So, I agree with you. I agree with you. Is there anything you want to bring up, talk about, or add before I end this? Or anything you want to say or anything?
1: No. Um, it's just, I really do love this gym so much. And without getting too emotional, it's just you knowing that I'm leaving here soon. I love coming here every day, whether I'm boxing, coaching, just hanging out. like. You and the staff have created an atmosphere here that I just, I will miss so much when I leave. So thank you for everything you've done, Coach. I know Alex is around. Thank you, Alex and the rest of the Warriors, Coach D, even the three crazy people up front who work the desk. Every one of y'all have been amazing.
0: Uh, I agree with you on everything. And I feel the same way about you. But um, thank you for saying that. It means a lot. Just thank you for everything. I gained just as much as you gained from this. Just like I said, being your friend and being here. So, uh, yeah, cupcake, you got me with that. <laughs> you almost got coach. You got coach. Goddamn, you're kind of teary-eyed, cause I'm like, I'm not used to. I'm not. I'm not used to hearing you say something like that. So you got, you got me. But um, just know that when you leave, you got a home. And I, all I ask for you is. Don't be a stranger. Check in every now and then. Every three years is fine. Just shoot us a text. See how you doing. And um, yeah. Deal. Gotcha. All right. Um, so how can people stay connected with you? People want to stay connected with you. And what if? What if there's someone out there that wants to talk to cupcake? How can they how, how can they talk to cupcake?
1: They can get me on Instagram at Levy Knox, or they can just hit me up on my number. All right,
0: no, give your number. All right, never mind. <laughs> if you want his number, Hit me up. I'll, I'll let you know if you can get his number. Are you gonna? You might sidetrack the guy. He's about to leave. I can't. I can't look over him now. <laughs> um, all right. Last thing. A quick sum up of everything. Pretty much. Put your mind. Strong mindset. Don't talk yourself out of things. Anything else you want to add? To what people can get out of this episode? Nah. Just no. believe in yourself. And uh,
1: I, if I had to do anything, I would say meditate like at least once a day. If possible, like that. I've been doing that ever since I got back, and like I said, life just turns around after that. What,
0: what, what do you lead us to your meditation daily? Like, what do you do?
1: So, um, usually it's just ten minutes when I wake up. I just envision what the day is gonna be like, yeah. how I'm gonna handle it, and I don't envision like an easy day. I just envision myself because I know that not every day is gonna per- be perfect, and things are gonna come up. I just envision how I'm gonna handle trials and tribulations when they do come up. The mindset mm-hmm.
0: I want to have in the day.
1: And just prepping that up makes it easy
0: to get through. Hey, right. that's a huge tip. That's fucking. That's a golden nugget right there. And fun fact, you've been here for a few years and you said hella a few times on this episode. So my man got the Northern California vocabulary <laughs> instilled in him. So when you go to Carolina, you better keep that hella. You know, I'm gonna get you a shirt that says, I hella love Sacramento. There's a shirt that says, have you seen those shirts? I'm gonna get you one before you leave. Um, Man, thank you, Cupcake, for being on. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you gain as much as we gained from this just talking to him. Uh, Like, share, leave a review. If you know somebody that can get inspired by this, share this with them. And that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll see you guys next Monday. We out.